Hello, hello, my name is Keisha Chung. And my name is Muna Traore, and welcome to the Collective Culture Creative Conversations podcast. Where we chat with different BIPOC creatives and community leaders we love and admire. Hello. Hi. I don't know if you're saying hello to me or to other people. <laughs> oh, no. I was saying hello to our amazing audience. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, hi to them, too. I was kind of saying hi to you. Oh. How are you? <laughs> I'm all right. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm here. You're here. You're here. How are you? I'm tired, but I'm good. I feel like I'm always tired whenever we talk, but I am... I'm good. There's a lot going on in the world of Keisha Chung. So, so why don't we check in, Miss Keisha Chung? Tell me what's going on with you. Life is pretty great. Tomorrow is a very big day. I'm very excited to have an event, a couple events this weekend. Yay, I'm coming. I'm so excited. I know. I'm so excited. Um, doing a lot of really cool stuff at work. Um, and generally just enjoying work a lot, a lot of new challenges. I've been directing commercials and editing commercials and learning about that world. So it's been pretty cool. I'm no longer burnt out. Yes. I know, right? Woohoo. Um, and then next week I'm going away. So that'll be fun. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. How about you? How are um, you doing? I'm all right. I feel like you have so much more going on. I feel like you gave us like the Coles notes of the surface level. I'm not going to force you <laughs> to go in any further, but I just want to acknowledge that because it felt very um, not fully the truth. Okay, I can go deeper. I just didn't want to like, you know, like I would want to like, you know, go too far in. You don't have to go um, too hard. You don't have to do anything that you don't want to do. That's fair. Well, okay, to give a bit more information, I have my my screening of uh, Gray Area. It just played at three festivals this past Past, over the past two months. So this is going to be the final screening for the film for 2021. And our producer, Anna, is going to be moderating a panel conversation after the film is screened tomorrow. So it's very exciting. And we did some events. Uh, we did an event last week as well. And Anna did an amazing job moderating. So bum, bum, yeah, bum. <laughs> we can see Anna. You guys can't, but she's like rolling her eyes. But honestly, it's, it's been such a great experience like just this film and the reception it's been getting and all the support um i'm very grateful how are people supposed to give you their your flowers if you don't tell us all the bomb beautiful shit you're doing (laughs) i'm so weird about that stuff man like i was actually talking to my friend about this we have a behind the scenes for the film and like in in the behind the scenes people say a lot of like things specifically like about working with me and stuff and i had seen the behind the scenes before but watching it with people made me feel so uncomfortable like I was just like sitting there I was like oh my god I have to like change this whole thing I can't have people like talking like saying all these nice things in front of all these people it's just so weird like I'm, I'm learning how to get comfortable with that you know like I think when you're creative and you, you spend a lot of time on a project and it's so close to your heart and to you and then you let it out it's very difficult sometimes to receive that praise and that like positive reception when it's just been something for you you know so I'm, I'm learning how to do that a little better well you deserve it and also so something that I mean, I'm still in the process of learning as well is that is how to take a compliment gracefully. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's true. What have you learned from that? Um, well, my own discomfort teaches me about myself sometimes and and, you know, my own expectations, my own ideas 
holding on, control, whatever, whatever. It's like not accepting the compliment because I'm in my head bullying myself over what I could have done better. When it's like, bitch, people are loving it. It's out there. It's not yours anymore. Just take it and move the fuck on. Yeah. Let it go. It's so true. That's that's like, that's what my friend was saying to me. Like, because I, I, again, I was going to change the whole behind the scenes, like, because I just watched it was so uncomfortable. And I showed it to someone who just kind of objective and they were just like, you know, like, you need to learn, like, you need to get better at, like, accepting your, like, getting, accepting your flowers, like, publicly, like, you did this, and you should be celebrated, and this is amazing, and, like, I'm proud of you, and I know everyone else is, so, like, you need to find a way to kind of, you know, learn how to accept that more, and just, like, hearing somebody who's kind of objective, and hasn't known me for that long say that, I was like, damn, like, I really do, like, you know, it's just, it's hard, like, it's hard sometimes. And that's why I was like, you're not about to just gloss over this, sis, come on, you've been putting in work. (laughs) And looking stunning doing it. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. Ah. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. But um, yeah, well, I think we touched on it enough. We'll see tomorrow. I'm very excited. There'll be lots of pictures by the time this is out. The event would have happened. So um, it'll be fun. It'll be fun. Yes. But um, anything else you want to share about what's going on in your world? Well, I didn't even start to share. Um, I'm all right. I'm back in Toronto and I'm taking my mom to her chemotherapy and radiation appointments, um, for the first stage mm-hmm. of her cancer treatment. Yeah. And, you know, my days are pretty much like, you know, get a workout in if I can before or after I take her and, you know, just making sure that she's all right. She has everything she needs. She's fed. She's comfortable, you know? Yeah. So, my life is pretty boring right now. And I, you know, I have some days where I'm really depressed and sad and some days where I'm really happy. It's, it's a bit of a mixed bag, yeah. but I, I'm very clear on how much I need to like pray and meditate in order to, you know, have some semblance of sanity. And so I've been pretty good about waking up in the mornings and like going and doing some yoga, whether it's 10 minutes or like an hour of yoga, just whatever I can, you know, what I have the energy to do. And just like making sure I'm like moving my body, making sure I'm reading and just, you know, growing myself. Yeah. Well, how are you holding up mentally? How are you feeling? Um, every day is different. You know, some days I really struggle. Some days I feel quite alone and I feel quite hopeless. And other days I feel inspired and motivated and excited. But um, every day is kind of different. Um, and it usually has a lot to do with how I start my day. Yeah. So if I start my day with yoga and meditation, I feel like I'm usually better by the end of the day. And also I'm realizing how much I need to express myself, whether it's like acting out a scene in a room by myself or just like writing stream of consciousness. Like I find that those things really, really help me to get like the mental weight off. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's good. I'm glad that you're having moments for yourself and finding ways to, you know, do what you need to do for you. It's a lot going on in your life right now too. So. Oh yeah. It never ends. Glad you're taking that time. How was, uh, you're not a birthday person. How was your birthday? My birthday, <laughs> like my actual birthday was very basic. I ate noodles in a bathtub and drank <laughs> an entire bottle of champagne. And I watched the usual suspects with like Kevin Spacey great movie yeah that's what i did on my birthday like i really didn't do much i was at the hospital i think for like half the day with my mom and then 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Chilling in the bathtub for the rest. Sounds like a pretty good birthday to me. Yeah, it was. It was very chill. And, you know, I was in Los Angeles last month, sort of wrapping things up with my apartment. So I had like my big birthday celebration when I was there. And I just like let off so much steam and shook my ass a bunch. So I had my time to, to like really turn up. I knew I wasn't going to be able to because my mom's immune compromised. So I was like, I'm just going to do it before. And then when I come to Toronto, I'm just going to be very chill and very safe. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. I'm happy you got to celebrate. What's feeding you, lady? What you watching? What you reading? What you listening to? What is feeding me? Well, there's a number of things feeding me. Mm-hmm. The thing that's feeding me probably the most right now is the book The Seed of the Soul by Gary Zukav. Okay. Oprah talks about this book all the time. It's one of the books that she says changed her entire life. And um, she's such a big um, supporter of this book. And so I've always had it on my shelf, but I've never fully done it. So I'm reading it and I'm also doing the study guide and sort of following the lessons and, and trying to apply the principles. So that's definitely feeding me. I've been reading a book on ancestor worship um, and sort of like African ancestry. And that's also been inspiring me. Connecting with my ancestors feels really important. And I feel such a strong connection to them all the time. So I find that like doing prayers and rituals around that is also very grounding for me. I don't know. I've been watching this show called Alice in Borderland, which is based on a Japanese manga comic that's very interesting. I don't know if it's quite feeding me. I've been watching Curb Your Enthusiasm from the very beginning, and that's been feeding me a lot just because it's just so funny and ridiculous. And um, I think about, you know, interviews with Jerry Seinfeld and other interviews with comedians that I've, um, that I admire talking about building comedy scenes and writing comedy. And I'm just like trying to learn by observing. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. That's funny. Now, I, I started rewatching. I watched Curb Your Enthusiasm, I think, last winter. I just didn't really, I don't know, I like it, but there are other shows I, I definitely like more, but it's it's very good. I just didn't get into it, into it, you know? But I have heard about Alice in Borderland. My friend told me to watch it. It's just, it's violent though, no? Yeah, it is. Yeah, I can't do that right now. <laughs> I feel you though. Uh, I get um, that. I get that. Yeah, that's cool though. Yeah, it's it's just basic stuff. And I have like, you know, a whole pile of other things that I want to read and get into. And, you know, I'll get there when I get there. Yeah, for sure. What about you, Miss Keisha? What is feeding you? What are you consuming? How are you nourishing yourself? <laughs> have you started your Harry Potter thon again? I have not started my Harry Potter thon. I'm trying to get one of my friends to watch it with me and it will be my crowning jewel to get them to commit to it. Um, and once I do that, I will definitely start it. But also Harry Potter and the Cursed Child advertisements all over the city. Super thrilled for that because I'm definitely going to go see that. <laughs> um, but otherwise, <laughs> I am honestly listening to a lot of music summer walkers album oh so Slaps. good so good problematic girl winter yeah, like i literally can't relate to the music right now like in a totally different space but i just wish i could like relate to like that world because the music is just so good not actually but like a little part of me is like damn i wish i could feel this more in my heart you know mm. 
And then I've also been listening to a lot of Thames, which has been really Oh my fun. god, I've rinsed Thames. I'm so like, yeah. <laughs> so good. So good. Did you did you see um the Tiny Desk concert? No, I didn't. Oh <laughs> it's really good. You should watch it. You should watch it. I'll send this to you afterwards. It's really good. Um and then have you heard the ordinary people cover? No. No? Neither of you? Oh, okay. Anna has. Muna has not. Okay, Wait. so two things you got to catch up. You can only listen to it if you um if you have Apple Music though. Like I literally downloaded Apple Music. I have Apple Music. Okay, then yeah, you'll be you'll be good. Maybe I have heard it because I put the whole Tim's thing on like on repeat multiple times where you can hear her doing the interview talking about the timber of her voice and how she was like shy about it and all that yeah well you should listen to it you should listen to the ordinary people cover it's amazing and then in terms of stuff i've been watching have you seen love life no i haven't it's really good i love it it's so good first season and second season i like the first season like you know anna kendrick is not my favorite person to watch but like it's just a good show like the premise is cool the stories are like semi-relatable okay. and then the second season is bomb because it's about black people yeah because i was like the first season wasn't giving me melanin so i was kind of like uh... but i feel like if you can watch curb your enthusiasm which is so white like you know okay. you can probably get like because this show's actually good like to me like when i when there's a show that's super white it has to give me something like the office it's just funny to me Mm -hmm. you know it's so white but i accept that i'm in a world where i'm not going to see people who look like me and if i do it's probably going to be a really problematic way (laughs) and then i just like take it for what it is you know yeah that's how i feel about succession yeah exactly right so like you enjoy it for that so like i think with this show like i started watching it with um with jr and like we were just like the way it's written the dialogue it feels like they give the actors room to just like actually interact with one another like it's not so scripted you know what i mean they like kind of play off of each other which i love oh i like um, that yeah I, I that's how that's the vibe i get with the dialogue and they pick people that have really good chemistry like the the different mm. characters like i don't know it's, it's cool and like do you know the premise of the show no don't tell me I, I i want it to be a surprise okay well it's cool it's it's good and like there's many relatable moments in it and i enjoy it Okay, I'm going to try that. I'm going to try it right away. Do it. Um, so yeah, that's what I've been watching. What else? And I'm still watching Bob's Burgers. Ooh, cute. I think I'm on like season eight or nine now. Um, so that's been fun. And am I reading anything right now? No, I'm not reading anything. Any movies I've seen recently? Oh, I saw the new James Bond movie. Are you a James Bond fan? I feel like you're not. I've never seen a single James Bond movie ever in my life. <gasps> oh my God. The Daniel Craig ones are so good, bro. Like, oh, they're so good. They're really good. The, and the new one's good. Like, Is there a history I have to follow or can I just jump right in? I would start with the ones from Daniel Craig. So like Casino Royale, like I think it's in total he's done five movies, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I think he's done five movies. Casino Royale is really good and just they just get better. Like to me, even if you don't like action movies, someone who's like likes films and likes, you know, and makes st- films, it's interesting for me to always see the highest budgets like the highest possible budgets that people do. You know what I mean? Like that's just like the highest, one of the highest budget action movies. So they do just like wild shit. And you're like, how did they even shoot that? <laughs> like, you know? He gives me, he gives me haunted so. vibes. Like I feel like he, you know how like <laughs> certain people look like they don't have souls. Like, you know how Stephen Harper looks like he doesn't have a soul? Daniel Craig <laughs> kind of looks like he doesn't have a soul. I don't know. <laughs> I honestly like you know I'm he's not my cup of tea like physically like that's not really the type of men that I'm attracted to but like I fuck with him in this role like he's a boss like and and the stuff they style him in it's fire like the cars fire action sequence it's fire like it's just it's fun to watch it's entertaining 
Um, so I watched that. Is the behavior snackable? Yeah, yeah. Like he's he's you know he's he's you know I can I it can go on you know. Is it, it is go it gonna quench like, my thirst? I fuck with it. I think so because he's he's kind of, he's kind of fine for like you know what what he what he is you know. That's, that's what I think. Is he, is he giving dad bod or zaddy bod? Nah, bro. He's no. It's zaddy bod. Like it's definitely zaddy vibes. Like he, his body's like fit. Like he's fit. He's small, but he's fit. He's small. You know, like okay. he's small. He's a small. A lot of actors are so small. Same with anyways. Next. But so I watched that, and then I saw Dune. Have you seen Dune yet, girl? I cried. You cried. That movie was so good. I am such a fan of the book and I feel like they really did it justice. I feel like they really, really, and I saw that um, some of Frank Herbert's descendants were part of the producing team. So I feel like they really made an effort to make it as authentic as possible. And even though it doesn't match the vision I had when I read the book, Uh it definitely tells that story and I think the casting was really great. Some of the choices I don't agree with, but I felt like it was one of the best adaptations of a book I've seen in a long time. Damn, that's high praise. Yeah. I hadn't read the book, but like for me, visually, like my jaw dropped multiple times in that movie. It was beautiful to watch. And like Timothy Chalamet is a very good looking young white man. Like he just looks good on on camera. His bone structure, his hair. I just wanted to touch his hair the whole time. I'm like, damn, your hair's so luscious looking. It was just shot so nice. Like I was like, no. I love that for you. I love that for you. It was a beautiful movie. <laughs> for me, he is a very good looking young white man. I think so. Um but yeah, great movie. Great movie. Y'all should go see it if you haven't seen it. Um, you certainly don't have a type. Yeah. You have a range. <laughs> I feel like that was um, very um, <laughs> honest. Okay. I'll say this. I'm not attracted to him, but he is objectively an attractive young white man. He looks good on camera. He looks very young and it's weird, but I think he looks good on camera. I think he's a bone structure for it. He was very model-esque. I, I love that for the kids. I love that for the kids. They have him. He's for them. Yeah, like, I'm not trying to, you know, I'm not trying to wife him. But, I know. Okay. You know? You feel me? Anyways, that was my very long What's Feeding Me segment. <laughs> well, or that portion was of the segment. It was great. Um, so. Why don't we get into it? So this week, guys, um, we don't have a guest, but this is our episode 11. We've been doing this podcast for just under a year now, and it's December 2021 is coming to a close. And we wanted to take this as an opportunity to just reflect on the episodes and the guests that we've had and talk a little bit about what we learned from our experience doing the show and from speaking to all the awesome people that we've we've had on the show. We thought it would be really fitting to do a recap to just sort of go over some of the more memorable moments, heartwarming moments that we've had while doing this beautiful podcast and as we've built this wonderful community around collective culture. Okay, Muna, so let's get into this. Episode one. I mean, that was our first episode. I mean, it being episode one. (laughs) (laughs) Episode one was our first episode. We were innocent podcast babies. We didn't really know what we were doing. We spoke about soul and we like interviewed each other and talked a little bit about, you know, how we got to do this show together. So how are you feeling now that we're 11 episodes in end of the year at the time 12 months had passed because we recorded in January. So how are you feeling now? Well, my life is so completely different. I can't even 
begin to say, um, I feel as though I still think Soul is an amazing movie. <laughs> I still think it's so important now more than ever. And um, I don't know. I just feel like we were young and naive getting into this podcast game and we didn't really have, um, I don't think we knew how impactful some of these conversations were going to be on us and like how what was going on in our lives was going to shape the way that we did this podcast. Yeah, it's a good point. It's a really good point. For me, a year, like almost a year ago, like like you said, my life was so different. And I think this podcast has really been a space for us to like grow together, but also like creatively on our own, just through these conversations we've had with people. So it's really been such a joy. And like, again, Soul's still a great movie. Mm-hmm. Highly recommend 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. But I think it's just, it's just been so, it's just been such a ride to think that we've come this far and like how we've evolved since doing this, you know? Mm-hmm. Episode two, we were lucky enough to have. Talia. Yes, my bestie on as a guest. I feel like she really dropped some gems on that episode. Yeah, I think I think the conversation with Talia was very grounding. And I remember at that time we were both like there was a lot going on and just her energy was so grounding, so calming. And it just I I still remember the conversation we had about gratitude, Mm -hmm. how she was saying how powerful it was. You know, that's that's carried with me to like literally right now. And I always remind myself like in moments of anxiety or in moments when things feel very challenging and far from me that I can always use it as, as a way to, to ground myself and to center my, my energy again. So shout out to you, Talia. Living goddess. So episode three is such a trip now knowing what I know. With what? Episode three, we did a very special episode dedicated to I May Destroy You. Yes. Talking about the brilliance of Michaela Cole. Yes. Not knowing that I would begin a television series where I would be working intimately with Amela Mean, who plays my husband on the show, The Porter, who is playing Michaela Cole's best friend on the show, Simon. Yes. And it's so bizarre that we watch that show and, you know, we're so passionate about it and disgust it, not knowing that, you know, one of the key actors on the show, the key storylines, I'd end up getting to know him and actually having some really great conversations with him about his perspective on the show and his character. Yeah, that's awesome. I think that show really took on a life of its own culturally as well. So it's very cool that you were able to, you know, witness that and then also have some personal insight into some of the people who helped create it. And then also basking in the glory of her, you know, winning, was it at the Emmys that she won? Yes, ma'am. Her award and did that amazing speech that was just so, so important and so moving. Like, I feel like she has such a a unique way of just getting to the real shit, you know? Yep, I agree. Like, not only in her work, but in, like, the way that she lives. She plays no games. She plays no games. It's literally one of the best TV shows that's been been created in the past 10 years, easily. I agree. I agree. And it's that that hasn't changed, I think, for either of us. I concur. So the next episodes we had was with Sammy and with Sophia. And 
those were amazing because I remember after we spoke with Sophia, that was when we realized that a lot of creatives we were talking to had some sort of, I guess we, a lot of our conversations led to these very spiritual discussions, mm-hmm. you know, and we end up talking about some sort of metaphysical element. <laughs> like we'd start talking about their, their work and their creativity and then turn into like these metaphysical conversations. It was very cool. So I, I really enjoyed both of those conversations and, and hearing from people with different disciplines within the creative world and just within like the activist spaces and the advocacy spaces to hear them both speak about things and then have those two conversations kind of end in the same place was really cool. Yeah, I think it's so interesting because they're both people who you could, you know, easily just categorize them as, oh, activist or DJ, having a conversation with them about how they saw themselves and how they identified and how they wanted to be perceived just made both of their stories so much more interesting. And I feel like with both conversations, I walked away changed. You know, I think back to the conversation with Sophia, I had, I, I still have so much anxiety around climate change and my engagement in, you know, systems that perpetuate, you know, the destruction of the environment and all of these anxieties that I have and how she just so simply and easily put it into perspective, specifically the idea of like having a kid is having a kid a horrible thing to do for the environment or it could my kid possibly be the thing that changes and shifts society and culture, you know, like I, I just the sense of peace that she has around not only the work that she does, but like the doom and gloom that can so easily come from like looking at the world through a certain lens. Mm-hmm. Like I walked away feeling like, oh, OK, things can be different. Yeah. And also too with Sammy, just just how expansive he is in his definition of like how he sees himself and his work and it being okay to sort of fly by the seat of your pants and, and try different things and, and have like a flexible flowing definition of who you are and what you are. Yeah, I agree. Couldn't have said it better myself. Our conversation with Devery. Oh, Devery's so sweet. It was so great talking with her. And it's so cool to see how big the show's become. Yeah. It's the everywhere. girl was in, she was in Vogue. Did you see her in Vogue? <laughs> no, but I saw her for the Holt Renfrew ad. Holt Renfrew, Holt Renfrew ad. Yeah. She, I was like, damn. She, she was in Devery. Vogue. She was in Vogue. Damn. The Go Devery. The girl has gotten around, but it's it, speaking to her about her specific experience as an indigenous woman working on a show and collaborating with so many indigenous artists was just like so inspiring inspiring. and it's kind of unbelievable that there were so many firsts um for her and this production but also just like bitch you deserve it yes all of it all of it yeah that was great and i think that it's just it's so cool one thing i love about doing this show is like we talk to people and then they end up like watching them evolve after we get all this insider context into their creative practice into the way they see their creativity the way they see themselves and then just watching them continue to evolve just it's so great and it's so inspiring as a creative myself you know like i love it and and i love that we're able to to do that through this this podcast i feel like we really got together an amazing group of people for this season like everybody is thriving yep i concur episode seven was Dr. Moya Bailey. I'm still not over that shit. I am just... I was so intimidated by this conversation. I don't often get nervous or anxious before we do interviews, but I definitely was anxious about this one. I was just excited and like 
trying not to act like a fangirl. <laughs> I was like, damn, like we're really going to talk to her. That was, that was really cool. That was like, oh man, I'm still, I still can't even believe that. I haven't thought about that in a while. And then I'm like, damn, we did that. And you did a great job, Muna. We did a great job with that interview. I am very proud of us for that one. Well, thanks. And I, I love how we got to geek out as well over Octavia E. Butler. <laughs> I know. <laughs> that was just like such a highlight for me. Yeah, it was it was amazing. Um, I hope that as we're talking about this, people like it reminds people listening to go listen to episodes you haven't listened to because we did have some really fun ones. So episode eight and nine, episode eight, we talked with our lovely producer Anna about the start of collective culture and celebrated the fifth uh, the fifth year. I'm still a little surreal about how far all this has come, man. No, I, I mean it, that episode was kind of like a reflection episode itself, just talking about how everything came together and how, you know, Anna, wonderful Anna, got brought into the fold and the festival in Montreal and everything. And I think, yeah, it's important for people to know that this podcast is just one part of something that's been building and moving for so long yeah no that was an imp- that was an important one i feel i feel like you're right i think if people want to know more about it you should go listen to episode eight it was a good one gives a little more context into how we are here right now episode nine was with kazim that one was very good we learned a lot from him that was a very much a creative conversation i enjoyed that i learned a lot from that conversation i, I had a great time chatting with him yeah it was really interesting meeting someone who i didn't know because so many of the guests I'm familiar with in some way or another, especially if they're from Toronto, but I had never really heard of him or any of the, the initiatives that he's been part of. So it was really interesting to, um, you know, do the research on him, get a sense of who he was and like really understand how he sees the world and how he interacts with it. It's amazing to have the opportunity to not only have these conversations, but expand our network through this podcast. Yeah, for sure. I agree completely. That was that was a fun episode. And our last episode was with the Next Stop team. That one was fun. They were funny. I enjoyed that one. That was a lot of people, but that was fun. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was a lot to manage, but I laughed, I think, more than I ever have during an episode because it was just, it was just <laughs> too, too real. It was just so Toronto. It was good. Once we got to the would you rathers. Oh my gosh, that was too much. I was like, we can't keep going with these. We're going to get taken off the air. <laughs> I think that's one of the things I wish we could include more of. What? Like when we stop recording, what happens with the conversation or, you know, things that we say that we have to edit out. I'm like, yo, this is the real shit. I wish we could include it, but. <laughs> but they're inappropriate. <laughs> some of us, you know. They get messy. Too messy. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. Too messy. Um, well, those are all of our episodes for season one. Like, honestly, um, if we can insert like a clapping little thing here right now, like I think that we all, all three of us deserve a round of applause for making season one come to life. It's been, a, it's been a ride. It's been a ride for sure. So clapping, clapping, clapping. And on that note, I think it's really important to uh, acknowledge never apart. Ooh. 
at this time. Like, I'm so grateful for everything they've done with helping to evolve Collective Culture as a platform, everything that they've, all the support they've given us, all the opportunities. Um, it's really sad to see that they're, you know, no longer going to be open as a space anymore. But I'm so, so grateful for everything the team has done. Yeah, I'm just really honored that, you know, Collective Culture got to be a part of their story and that you and I got to build this lovely relationship through the opportunities that they afforded us. So thank you, Never Apart. Thank you. Dax, Jordan, Michael, and the whole I team. was so shocked and saddened when I heard that that space was going to be closing down just because, you know, when you had the festival there, it was such a beautiful experience and the space itself was so unique and special and yeah and it was just such a blessing for them to take us under their wing and give us this opportunity and you know really encourage us to create content and you know connect with their network and their resources to do so much more than we ever would have done without them so i'm very grateful yes very grateful Folks, on that note, take a look at the last issue of Never Apart magazine, which is going to feature this episode and an article written by the Collective Culture Writing Team. Also some fun, a fun event recap that uh, we are putting together for Collective Culture Never Apart's final event. Those are all my announcements. I hope everybody's year ends off in a positive way and people get moments to enjoy time with their family and the ones they love. And I think that's all my messages. Muna, do you have anything else? I'm sending everyone so much love and light. I hope that if you have it in you, you end the year strong and you leave all the bullshit in 2021 and you go into 2022 knowing that you are that bitch, that you are unstoppable. Amen. <laughs> Amen. 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 A woman. Yeah, a woman. You're changing into that. That's all from us. Um, we will let y'all know when we're back. So stay um, tuned. Yeah, that's it. Stay tuned. Bye, everybody. We'll be back, fatter and blacker than ever. <laughs> Don't forget to follow us. My Instagram is at Keisha Chung. Follow Collective Culture at Collective Culture with two underscores on Instagram. Don't really use Twitter, but it's there. And you can follow me, Muna, at underscore Muna Traore. That's underscore M-O-U-N-A-T-R-A-O-R-E on both Instagram and Twitter. Woohoo! All right, y'all. Peace up. A town down. See y'all later. <laughs> Collective Culture Creative Conversations, the podcast, is made possible by Never Apart and Collective Culture. This podcast is produced and researched by Keisha Chung, Muna Traore, and Anna Okoto. It is edited by Anna Okoto. The music you're hearing was made by the lovely Villa Beats. And if you like what you heard today, please rate and subscribe to the show. We appreciate you and your support, and we can't wait to bring you back more episodes. Thank you so much, and we'll see you next month.